0: Two best friends in a room, they might kiss. Yes, we will. What? Wait, Whatever Aditi, you did you
1: start? I didn't know you started. But yeah. Can okay, start wait, wait. I'll, I'll, I'll do the clap. The clap is important. Yeah, please like, clap.
0: Okay. I was, I was <laughs> waiting for the
1: clap. Well, uh, we have more than two people on this call today. Everyone, meet Neil. Hello. And welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking a bit with Neil and discussing his life in general, because who knows, it might be interesting after all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds oddly accusatory. Um,
1: We'll we'll discover why that's so in the episode. (laughs) All right. so... So... Yeah. So how, how do we know you? How do you know Niels Um, I know him through Aditi and uh, I didn't like him to begin with. I mean, now I do. <laughs> I should just like, point out that I didn't like him. Big- I felt like he was stealing Aditi away from me. And then two best friends in a room will be about him and her. And I was, I was trying to avoid that. Um, <laughs> but I think later on, um, I don't know, I just kind of just know him through Aditi. So, I know him because we used to travel in the same bus. I feel like everyone (laughs) I know travels in the same bus as me. I have no other social life apart from that. Yeah, but uh, so everyone used to say that uh, we should be together, Neil and I. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, oh my God, no, we shouldn't. He's so old. He's old, by the way, guys. He's like, (laughs) how old are you?
0: Let's leave that as a mystery for now. (laughs) Like, it's <laughs> okay. at the age where, i'm at the age where back pains are a regular thing
1: <laughs> that could be because you can't sit on your chair anymore but that's okay
0: hey, listen just because the first chair i had nearly broke <laughs> and wasn't really my fault it's some, it was a shoddy construction work <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. So uh, I yeah, and and I obviously acted like I hated him because I'm, I'm that's what you're supposed to do when people yeah. act like you should be together. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we used to email, and now we're friends. I guess.
0: I I will I will make a, one small amendment to that story. Um, yes, we didn't talk at all for like the first few weeks, but after that, we both came to the conclusion that we were the only other people in that bus who consistently read a lot of books and would be willing See. to talk about them the entire time. I never had that chance at Sphurti because apparently she just vehemently hated me. Uh, <laughs> this is why love. you
1: are like this all the time, saying nobody else in the bus is as smart as me. And that's why I'm like, nope, not shy. Um, I would like to point out that I am as smart as him. Okay? Um, I can't understand <laughs> okay. any of the things he talks about, but I mm-hmm. will... We were both major nerds, still are. I but... you
0: to assume I understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? If there's one thing that uh, my time at any at time at CVSC and ICC have taught me is that like, you just need confidence in what you're saying, and that's how you get through life. You, you really don't need to know what you're talking
1: about. Take it till you make it.
0: Exactly. I mean, what, what else was it like board exam? Well, you guys don't have 12th board, but like as Thankfully. somebody who actually had to sit through 12th board. Yes. Yep.
1: Yeah. So what do you do now?
0: I study physics. I'm an undergrad. I'm starting my last year this fall. Um, and then I'm hoping to do a master's and PhD and then let's see what happens.
1: Wow. That, that's, that's so smart. I, see, I told I... you he was I told you he was old like my future plans <laughs> extend until tomorrow <laughs>
0: um I mean here's, I mean it's not it's kind of interesting because I really don't see myself doing anything else like my brain is just hardwired it's okay for the lack of a better term it's basically monkey brain just chasing happy juice that's all my brain <laughs> does and like, this just, it just makes me happy trying to sit and sit through and figure out puzzles. So, um.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Shire Nail has the innate ability to hijack any conversation and make it about physics. And I swear yeah. he has taught me so many concepts that I don't remember the names of or what they <laughs> mean or where they're applied nothing, zero. But I will listen to him talk about it because he gets so happy. No, and I'm even more clueless despite me studying physics. I have no idea what he <laughs> talks about. Uh,
0: listen, this 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 is very far removed from 11th and 12th. 11th and 12th is like baby physics.
1: Baby oh. physics? I failed baby physics. I didn't take it's okay. baby I, physics. I was scared of baby physics.
0: <laughs> I also, like, you know, I nearly failed in my finals in 11th.
1: Oh, God.
0: Like, yeah, it's, it's, the point being, like, I I don't know if it's just the way our school does it, but like the, yes, fa- the exams were just freaking vicious.
1: Mm-hmm, I agree. I totally agree.
0: <laughs> it's like every teacher there had a personal vendetta for you in 11th grade.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You just wanted to pummel all your self-confidence and your grades <laughs> right to the ground for some odd reason. I don't even know what happened there. But, jeez. Uh,
1: I mean, it was so brave of you to continue to pursue physics despite such traumatic experiences.
0: Um, it's not necessarily brave. I just it's, it's it's just I guess I got fortunate with the kind of experiences I had. Okay, um, yeah. I had a lot of exposure to the things I was genuinely interested in, in mm-hmm. and those are the things I was just able to like pursue at a at a regular pace, irrespective of what I was doing in school. Um. So, like, what I did in school never really affected what I ended up doing and what my goals really were.
1: As you can see, all of our episodes have a common theme. School is traumatic. (laughs) School is (laughs) Tinder. School didn't do anything for us.
0: I mean, school gave me some nice friends. But then, like, the friends I got close to again after school ended. I had a very weird dynamic with all my (laughs) friends.
1: All Tinder only. It's okay. I told you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I I don't think people at school would necessarily like to hear that. Like, imagine just going back to school and talking to the upper management would be like, yo, guess what? This place is <laughs> basically Tinder.
1: <laughs> oh, that, that would... Mm. See, I'm still scared of them. I haven't been to school in maybe six months now. Six months? No, four months. And I'm still terrified of the upper management. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, I I mean, it's it, I feel like that's also because like when you're in school, they're like this. They're, they're like the people who are to be spoken in hushed tones. You never, never say their name. If mm-hmm. they show up, you're in trouble. <laughs> so completely understand. It's basically he who must not be named.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you, you go down, you walk in, your head looks down, you knock at the door. No one knocks any doors in our school except that time. Knock exactly. at the door. Yeah. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> Never said those words in any other context.
0: Like when you knock, like just let the panic set in.
1: <laughs> We've already done an episode on how school traumatizes us. Can we move yeah. back to like how you got out of Definitely. the school and, and sought a uh, better uh, life out well, there? <laughs>
0: Getting out of school involved writing economics twice because it was the great year of when the paper got leaked. But yes, okay. <gasps> wow, let's ignore lucky that. you.
1: <laughs> listen, listen, okay, uh sorry, I recognize that your experiences are traumatic, but we've written four finals. Okay. Yes, I mean, so
0: did I. I had three I had to write three preps in the board exam. It's basically um, four finals.
1: Never mind. Don't come <laughs> here
0: with your flex at <laughs> you all, okay? <laughs> Back in my day, you know.
1: (laughs) You had to walk walk to school through forests and adversity.
0: Yeah, I do. Well, in my defense, as somebody who trained for competitive swimming right up till like ninth, I was swimming before I came to school. So you're really not (laughs) that far off.
1: (laughs) That's scary. That must have been really stressful, but... You know what? What was the move like, then on to college?
0: It was. It was interesting, like especially because I'm doing college in the U.S. Right. Um, mm-hmm. it it was extremely interesting because the first thing I noticed when I came to college was just the sheer lack of structure, and the sheer number of people here, mm-hmm. and it uh, even though like the college I'm going to is really small. It's not one of the big ones, um, but like just the sense of being in the US, in any major city in the US just kind of is overwhelming because everything is so big and imposing. And it was honestly a pretty decent metaphor for such a big transition in life. Um, so yeah, it was the initial part was just spent trying to, I mean, it's not about just like physically adjusting to a new place. It was also about like understanding emotionally what you're going to it's it's a very different vibe from school. Um like uh, they you go get in more out chaotic. Of the, yes. And more importantly, no one's on your case to get you to do things anymore. Everything you do in college is purely up to you. Like you can extract as much as you want from anywhere you go. It's just a matter of how much time and effort you're willing to put in.
1: That's scary. I mean, not it for is. me, but for Spurthi, who's going to so do a different scary. thing. No, no, I like, like, you... Anytime I'm afraid of anything related to college, I text him within two seconds saying, is there food in America? <laughs> <laughs> so nervous.
0: Oh. Uh, I mean, for a country that is supposedly one of the strongest countries in the world, you'd think they have some amount of food. You know. I hope so. <laughs> no, it's just the vegetarian options are sure our vegetarian options are terrible and very hard to come by.
1: well i'm not so i mean that's good for me i don't mind
0: <laughs>
1: that that's not to say that 80 percent of your diet is in cough because it is
0: listen listen <laughs> my friends call me out all the time Why? why on one podcast also what is this
1: yeah see the thing is moving out of school and onto college is first of all intimidating without having to relocate country while you're at it
0: mm-hmm. so for
1: me at least my college is starting online so i'm i'm going to be moving not not at all from here so yeah. i don't i don't feel it because i'm also going to be in my parents house and everything's going to uh-huh. be the same <laughs> Yes, it is. um it's a little bit ew also, but it's okay. <laughs> it's ew for me. I mean, I have to leave. If I don't leave now, I'm gonna start to cry. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, but the kind of freedom that you get when you like leave home, and and you're saying that no one comes after you saying do this homework, submit this assignment, write this test. Like there isn't that much structure. That's yeah. the immensity of you know just being on your own in the world. I'm going to cry right now. I can tell you I'm going to cry <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> no, but like, that's all the really interesting part about college is that there's nobody who is an adult telling you what to do. But there's everybody your age and up to four years elder to you who are all doing this. And there's like this collective panic of getting through classes that, I mean, I think that's what makes college unique because you bond just solely based of a collective panic of having to try to survive on a budget and caffeine. And that's it. <laughs> like, you see people just sleeping on a bench outside and nobody even bats them an eye. Like you, you can be doing the weirdest shit in the world. The most <laughs> crazy thing in college and nobody will even bat an eye. That, that like no judgment introduction to the adult world is something that is really that I found really unique and I really appreciated about this entire thing.
1: Didn't you, like, run through a fountain naked the first week you got there? Your
0: first you didn't? There. What? I, I was... Listen, I was not naked. It was not me who ran through the fountain.
1: Oh. It was freshman year. But somebody did.
0: Yeah, I was there. I was tasked with <laughs> vid- videoing the entire thing. It was, I think, November. So, November in this place is just stupid cold. A rather... I felt it was stupid cold because I was coming from Bangalore where winters are like nineteen degrees Celsius. Here, mm-hmm. November is like one degree Celsius or something. <laughs> okay. So we were we were we were my ro- so my roommates and I and people on like our wing of our floor in our dorm, we just got together because it was one of our friends chilling and just drinking and having fun. Cut to some someone had the brilliant idea of let's do it, let's play Jenga. <laughs> now, you know like how you you have des and stuff and all the blocks you're supposed to do but if yeah. you knock down the tower that's supposed to be like one massive thing that you do mm-hmm. so some genius had the bright idea that you know what because it's like almost winter and it's stupid cold you should strip down to your boxers and run through the school fountain come back <laughs> and I because I was some very odd reason the most sober person there I was tasked with the, I was tasked with filming the person as it decided to do this now at 11am at night you'd think nobody would be there but the moment he ran through the fountain two petrol cars drove by and I was just there like we're doing absolutely nothing please don't notice us. please continue on your thing yes uh, yeah no I mean fortunately they didn't notice and I think that was the fastest i ever ran somewhere um, <laughs> But
1: yeah, you ran in sports day I remember that
0: I I genuinely think this was faster even though I was wearing jeans trust me like when there (laughs) is panic you run (laughs) where you go you don't know but you run
1: this is like the classic American experience you know go get drunk do some crazy shit get the cops pull up like (laughs) No, that's the only reason I applied abroad. Like, I don't actually want to pursue an education over there. I want to do all these You want to get drunk and run naked through a fountain? Yes, I want to be an international criminal. That's that's the end goal.
0: <laughs> I, to the people yeah. at FBI listening in now, um, <laughs> I am not associated with this too, in any way, shape or form. Um, I I deny everything.
1: Uh, But did you, what about like other crazy things? Do you have any crazy stories from college?
0: Uh, Well, this one time I got drunk and did did my friend's homework for a class I wasn't even taking.
1: You're such a nerd. (laughs) This is what crazy (laughs) means to nerds. Like I did homework when I was drunk, man. Like how crazy am I?
0: Oh, I mean, I've written final exams with the high so like, it, was, it wasn't necessarily the best idea I had, but in my defense, it was the pandemic hit. And that semester was honestly, once things shut down, everything went haywire. Like I gave myself jet lag while staying in the same city. And then like you expect me to write final exams in the middle of myself being jet lagged in a pandemic. What's wrong with you? And just out of a little bit of, uh, I, I want to say rebellion, but it was just stupidity in hindsight. you know um so i really didn't so my first two years i just spent most of the time studying because i've always wanted to be a physicist and it's something that i've held deep very deeply um so i really didn't give myself the chance to go out and enjoy much like even though i'm living just outside chicago i had been downtown like twice in my first two years total. um Again, it was not just like me being focused on academics, there was a lot of other stuff going on Um, and none of it really poured well for my mental health. However, Mm -hmm. in my third year and like towards the very end of my second year, I just for some reason like just got really, really close with my friend. Maybe it was the fact that the pandemic hit and it was just four of us quarantined together and it felt like it was just the four of us against the world.
1: And and you moved in together, you bought a house and moved off campus and everything. Oh my god, that's the dream. No, that no, sounds amazing.
0: No, 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 no. We're still staying on campus. It's just the room we have now is apartment style.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Everything is the Everything is the same. <laughs> but how how is mental health stuff like in college? Because from what I've heard, in any college around the world... Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry interrupt. You were saying something. Like, just because I interrupted, don't stop talking. Sorry. Okay, like. Sorry. Not Why you? Are are you you were saying. You were saying. Uh, I got really close to my friends because we moved uh, into a room together. i uh, uh, um, uh, 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 <laughs> again. Clap.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, no, I just got really close to them. That, that's all I was there mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like your roommates. I when they come and talk to you in the background when we're on call best best times I'm just like let's do TikTok dances converse with me <laughs> please talk to it, me with our American Cuban yeah. whichever country you're from accent
0: <laughs> I love how even though we have doors we've gotten to the point where we're like I mean like it's interesting because like doors are supposed to be a signal of privacy but there's no privacy that any of us give the other three unless like <laughs> there is requirement for privacy
1: mm, okay um, hmm <laughs> <absolutely>. hmm <laughs>
0: Yeah, we've all hijacked each other's conversation. Like, yeah, you've, you've done TikTok dances with two of them. Yeah. I have I've just randomly spoken to one of their girlfriends on one of their random calls. It's just <laughs> so, it's, it's interesting. Friends in
1: your early 20s. It's exactly like living with your friends in your early 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how has mental health been like for you on campus and stuff? away? Is, does it get easier? Does it get harder? What
0: for you? Um, personally, it got harder, but that's because of the experiences I had, which were not necessarily related to college. It mm-hmm. was a lot of like things that were going on in my personal life, but mm-hmm. let's not go into that. Like, um, however, I think like the general idea with mental health is also kind of similar to how you deal with college, right? Like, if you go out of your way to seek help, you will obviously do good. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing, I guess, that I had, that IIT had going on was that they did have um, therapists on campus, so you could go talk to counselors slash therapist on campus. Um, so I think I did a few sessions there, and then when I had gone back home, I think, when was the last one home, 2019? Yeah. December that, 2019. That time, yeah. That time also I did like one or two sessions there. So, I mean, that definitely helped. Um, so yeah, actively tried to help yourself things do get better but like trying to convince yourself to do either of those two things in the middle of a mental health crisis is one of the hardest things you're ever going to have to do
1: Mm -hmm, i know that i i can't imagine because i mean you're away from home i think it's very nice that you have like on campus mental health facilities on that's nice. Yep. Is it um, is it better to have friends around? Because I know when I have like minor mental breakdowns, I go to my friends rather than my family. Mm-hmm. So does it help to like be living with friends at the time?
0: Um, definitely. Because um, it what the part that really, here's the thing: of all the four of us, there's actually only one of us who is genuinely happy like, and properly <laughs> mentally healthy. The other two are just like anxious panic because one of them is half african-american half white so he's his entire like he's basically from a brown family and apparently <laughs> sorry i mean that doesn't really change globally apparently like if you're a brown child you have mental <laughs> health issues um, and the other ones yeah and the other one is um is eastern european and his parents were basically not all that very really different from brown parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he also had the brown upbringing. Um, <laughs> so like, we just like, if there's ever a mental breakdown, we just sit there, drink tea, and half cry slash talk about it. It's, it works. That's, That's a very nice community
1: so feeling. Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, honestly, there's no better feeling than having a mental breakdown with your friend. <laughs> having, except like having fun with your friend, if we ignore that bit. <laughs> it, it, it's like a very nice bonding moment.
1: Yeah, no, like you just get together and cry. It's like having a sleepover, but every day of your life. Yeah,
0: that, that's the that's the really cool thing, like about college. Just like all of you are forced to do the same thing, but all of you are in each other's faces all the time. So even at midnight, if you want to go into the library and work with a friend, the friend will say yes, even if you wanted like 2 a.m. to go do homework. The friends will most likely say yes. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you're all suffering, so might as well suffer together. You
1: know? Yeah, and in our life, at least in my life, it takes me like three months to coordinate one meetup. So, no. I
0: mean, are so, you all panicked under deadlines? I we think have
1: parents, brown households. That's what's the problem. Yeah, we still we still yeah, live but, in our and, homes. It's... Yeah. <laughs>
0: That that's 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 the that's the next step.
1: I feel like you take too many classes. Does that make you stress? How is it like dealing with stress on the other side of the world?
0: Uh coffee. But, <laughs> but, um <laughs> it's okay, so the stress comes it's not necessarily stress for everything for my physics courses. It's not, it's really not stress because I know that if I get a deep enough understanding of the subject, I will do well in the course. So Mm -hmm. I just make an active choice to focus on just understanding what I am studying here. And this is something that not many people can relate to um, because like, I academically, I function slightly differently from a lot of other people because for some very weird reason, again, I'm not trying to flex here or anything about (laughs) anything about me, but it's just like, I find myself being able to do a lot more in a lot little time, which gives me the luxury of getting things done, even though I procrastinate like anything.
1: And also you do other people's homework when you're intoxicated, Probably helps. Listen, what
0: can I say? I'm a man of many skills. Doing homework <laughs> apparently is one annoying part of it. Um, Get
1: you a man who does it all.
0: Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> I, yes. Um, but I. Okay, so the coffee thing was partially a joke, partially not. For some reason, like, I've just not yet developed any addictions, which, again, mm-hmm. mildly surprising. But it's just like. For, for some very weird reason, I've conditioned, I have i don't want to say conditioned, well, maybe conditioned my brain into thinking that, like, it's time to work if there is the bitter taste of coffee in my mouth. Oh. So, coffee Pavlov in a very weird would be. way. Yeah.
1: yeah. You're Pavlov's yeah. coffee addict. That's amazing. Or well, not yet, at
0: least. Yes, Yeah. yeah. Uh, not, not yet, being yet being the key word here. <laughs> um, I fully see myself just drinking coffee for the rest, like, that's all I'm doing for the rest of my life. But, um, yeah, no. So, um, yeah. Also, just like, I like having a hot drink when I'm working. And I feel like that somehow also calms down the stress a little bit. If something tastes nice, my brain has something else to focus on <laughs> than the stress. So that helps. Waiting to eat dinner.
1: So I can't relate, but, you
0: know, good for you. Listen, as somebody who hasn't been home in two years, coconut water, mango, and curd rice elicit the same reaction. And I never thought I'd <laughs> think about curd rice with such fondness, but apparently,
1: I just think that coconut water is the elixir of life. You know, it's, if every water instead of regular water, there would be we would have world peace.
0: <laughs> You're Malu's almost showing. like yeah, almost like you are a mallu, bro. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh, who'd have thought?
0: Oh, yeah, who'd have thought? A mallu like a coconut water? Sacrilege. Scandalous. (laughs) What is this?
1: Did you do any extracurriculars to balance out your excessive course taking?
0: Uh, well, it wasn't necessarily balancing out because the extracurriculars were all in my first two years. Then when the (laughs) course load got really bad, none of that was happening. But I did do so you
1: did you did too much in a lot of different ways? Yes, (laughs)
0: Yes, <laughs> basically. Um, so that does doesn't. So our school has an ethical debating thing. Uh, we have a club which also does competitions occasionally. So I've been a part. So like in my first year, I didn't. I made. I chose to not go to competition. In my second and third year, I did. Um, and in my first year, I just also chose to train competitively uh, and just swim competitively. So we aren't a D one. We are a D three school. Which means, like, uh, there's the acknowledgement that we are students first and athletes second. I think the best part the best part about that decision was, like, because everybody was swimming or doing whichever sport they were just simply because they loved that sport. Mm-hmm. And that was an amazing feeling to be a part of. Like, even though, like, I- I'm going in there having not trained properly for three years. I'm going in there half injured. I had to, like, my swimming wasn't all that I could have been because of many different reasons Foremost being, I'm just very injury pro. <laughs> um, but they just let me walk on the team and just swim. I wasn't all that fast. I wasn't actively helping them win any competition. I mean, yeah, I did help score one point in like a final conference meet because of uh, dumb luck, basically. But, uh, you yeah, know, but it was really interesting. Um, it was a lot of fun doing it. And it gave you a sense of structure as sports usually does. However, I just didn't end up continuing it because it was a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of work, but rather like a lot of physical effort that I couldn't afford to put into things which are not academics because that was my main goal.
1: Yeah. You don't, first of all, you don't give yourself enough credit with reference to anything. So it wasn't dumb luck. I'm sure you (laughs) deserved it.
0: I came 16th out of 16 people, bro. Okay, but you are... dumb luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a
1: part that. <laughs> of the 16 people, so that's great. Yeah,
0: see? Uh, oh my god, okay, so th- this is uh, oh god. So, Aditi, you swim, right? <laughs> or rather, you swim. I used to,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. You know how the two most god off races are the 400 IM and the 200 Butterfly? Uh huh. Okay, so t- three weeks out from the competition, my coach tells me you are going to swim the 200 fly. I give him a look like, are you crazy? Because I know the most I've ever done is a 100 fly. I've never done a 200 fly in my life. I did it once in practice and that killed me for like two days.
1: It's a marathon, not a sprint.
0: Exactly. But my monkey brain likes sprinting. So I am very (laughs) much fly and Mm die. And then like, I went there and like, okay, so there were 17 people. And I was like, okay, cool. I've barely trained for this. I'm going to be so bad. There is no way I will make it back to the final. And one guy DNFs. And I'm like, shit. The first time I ever swim a 200 fly, I have to do it twice in the same day. (laughs) And like after after the race, I was just sitting there panicking on the side. Like, what the hell did I just do? All I had to do was just mess up the race, but I didn't even do that properly. And like oh god it was it was the most panicky feeling in the world uh,
1: you i'm just gonna point out the fact that you just scolded yourself for not fucking up the race <laughs> that's,
0: yes, the, guys, like, that,
1: that's the first time i've sworn on this podcast i'm gonna bleep it out. <laughs> okay so a genuine question of mine are your professors okay. hot? It is a genuine question, okay? For my future endeavors,
0: I, genuine question. <laughs> I, future endeavors followed by a wink-wink. Um, yeah, a wink-wink. <laughs> um, okay, first of all, I want to point this out. You, you can think people are hot without wanting to do anything. Like, you can just objectively look at a person and be like, God damn, you're a beautiful human being,
1: mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like
0: From that perspective, there is only one person who is in his 30s like because he just finished his phd and he got his faculty position i'm like oh wow okay you're oh, a wow. good looking guy yeah <laughs> but everybody else i know is like in their 50s or 60s so like they're mm-hmm. all like yeah some of them are really nice looking for their age. like there's mm-hmm. one professor who i well i don't want to name classes and stuff because i don't want to give anything away but mm-hmm. he is um but he has pets and that make and he he has pets so first of all 10 times more respect instantly <laughs> and he does this really amazing thing where he has this bowl of snickers so Ooh. on his table in in his office yeah so like and i chose to grade for him also so oh. like every time i went in to give my answers if i had any doubt like submit my homework or just mm-hmm. go pick up a stack of homeworks to grade like i just took three for three four snickers and like <laughs> he's pavloved me with nickels. okay uh, the, at this the point.
1: teachers you like offer you chocolate like that's that's what you're looking for in <laughs> <as> a professor <laughs>
0: That's exactly listen if, if a professor has a bowl of chocolates take classes with him
1: <laughs> <laughs> pro tip yes
0: yes but also yeah, like no, the, just
1: the t- yeah the tea the TA in the professor oh my god that's what I'm th- that's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> To whoever's listening, Neil is like one cute boy. He doesn't do any of this. Um Spurthy is just Spurti and I are just like romanticizing it. Yeah. Spurti is gonna um, be doing all of this, by Spurthy the way. Spurti will do all yeah. of this. You will get this similar podcast I, next year when I've done all of this. Uh
0: Wink Wink. I just really don't know what to say either. I'm just gonna say wink wink. <laughs> wink wink.
1: Okay, so we have to go now. Not because Purti is producing antibodies and not because mm-hmm. I have to sleep, but because Shyatnil has too many classes and he has to go to homework at like what oh. is the what's the time? Nine in the morning on Saturday?
0: It, it's ten forty AM. And no, I don't uh-huh. have classes. I just really want breakfast and some coffee. And yes, also <laughs> I need to do research work, but yes, that is it.
1: <laughs> Okay. I'll I'll danzo your coffee. Thank Across you. the just ocean. I will
0: I it'll will take, owe you for the rest of my life.
1: It'll take two to three business days to arrive. but Or or you could come visit us and I will buy you coffee here.
0: First of all, the last time I visited you, I showed up with coffee. That's and true. all I got out of it was a twisted ankle. <laughs> so like, Okay, okay.
1: He was walking on the footpath. There was nothing there. There was no tree <laughs> branch, no pothole. He was just walking.
0: Is it my fault that you gave me good news and I was happy for you? God damn it! He so was ungrateful. galloping.
1: <laughs> he was galloping, and then he twisted his ankle. Okay, on you... his own, over air.
0: Listen, you know how in India there's a footpath, and then suddenly there isn't one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was that situation. Do you blame me for expecting a footpath to be to have object permanence with footpath? <laughs> and then have that be taken away from you in an instant. What <laughs> is this?
1: I, you should not move out of India because you won't know how to come back.
0: Call yeah, it. like, is, 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 I swear to God, is having pavements like a thing of privilege or something? It is. I, mean, it's have out
1: I don't even know yeah, what a but, pavement is. Is a pavement the road or the footpath or what?
0: Footpath, but in American English. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the last time he came here, you left in January 2020. So it's been a year and a half. I think it's about time you came back.
0: I, th- I am trying. <laughs> There's this mild thing called a pandemic that just says you shall not be going home. No, I could have actually come home last winter or even this summer. It's just if I came home, you it's, have to it's point just that you hate me, cho- is it? Hmm? You just
1: don't want. Yeah, of course. Deep, is that
0: it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep down, I completely loathe you. I wish I could erase your existence. That's what I think about every day. I've made voodoo dolls. I chat, chant Latin incantations around my <laughs> kitchen stove because you can't make fire indoors. I tried, but you can't, apparently. It's frowned I'm, I'm upon burning, and all that. Oh my God.
1: I'm burning incense right now. What is incense? Agarbati. I'm burning agarbati <laughs> in order to wash away these bad vibes you're sending me. Not my energy.
0: If, if you think your agarbati can do a damn thing to my voodoo doll, You've got a thing coming, probably.
1: <laughs> okay, so essentially, I'm never going to be seeing him again because he hates me and he's warding me off with black magic.
0: So I'm glad we have that cleared up.
1: Thank you, everybody, for listening. Everyone, say thank you, Neil. Thank you, Neil. <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. It
0: was fun. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks
1: was. for having me, guys. Yeah. Oh, this feels so professional. I'm gonna go eat beetroot to curd rice now to feel less. (laughs) Okay. Bye, bye, everyone. Bye, bye. See you soon.